Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, 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 it is uh, Matt Mosley, and pleased to be uh, with you today. Man, got some exciting news before I came on the program. In fact, Aaron is always, uh, well, heavily involved in the 3 o'clock hour because that's the John Morris hour. But yesterday was an amazing celebration on the Baylor campus with two new statues going up in front of the Tidwell Bible Building. The first black graduates of Baylor University were honored. And uh, Barbara Walker has a statue now on campus. And as we speak, she's making her way back to uh, California. And tomorrow, 5 o'clock, she will be on with us. And a remarkable woman who came to Baylor at, at, at a time when obviously – uh, boy, there, there just wasn't a lot of diversity at all. And I've just been reading up on the whole ceremony yesterday and just a uh, tremendous, uh, tremendous day all involved. The regents were there. The new statues are in place. And I, uh, it's just it's really amazing, you know, the, uh, the two statues. They look great. I cannot wait to see them in person. In fact, uh, I was talking to Lori Fogelman earlier today. I uh, I have the uh, uh, the audio now of the ceremony, and I'm going to go back and, and kind of listen to the whole ceremony because I just kept hearing how it was an incredible day. Jane, Jane Wilson, one of our uh, great listeners here on the program, she had told me, said, oh, man, this was an amazing experience. And so, uh, that was that happened yesterday. President Livingstone was out there for that, and uh, again, Barbara Walker, who uh, is uh, boy the Trailblazers program at Baylor, which uh, is all about diversity for some of the Baylor undergraduates, and they were on hand. And in fact, that Trailblazers organization was. Uh, was named after and kind of formed with the first black graduates ever at Baylor in mind. So tomorrow, 5 o'clock, we will have Mrs. Walker uh, on, and that will be really amazing. And uh, that, that just uh, what an opportunity that will be. And, uh, Aaron, do you, think, um, do you think Mrs. Walker will want her actual picture on one of our beautiful – Graphics, or will she want her statue <laughs> on the graphic? I mean, that's pretty neat when you when you get to, uh, um, you know. And of course, she's having graduated in 1967. She's not, uh, uh, she, you know, still still really doing well. And so, uh, just a, man, everybody said such great things about her, and can't wait to have her on tomorrow at five o'clock. Now, Aaron, at 4:20 today. We will have 
Um, Ross Hodge, the new mean green head basketball coach. And people say, well, Mosley, aren't you in Waco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have people from all around the country. Obviously, Jerome Tang's a great friend of ours. He's on from Kansas State. Grant McCaslin was the coach there. He's a great friend. He's now at Texas Tech. And that's when I first really started paying a lot of attention to UNT because of my friendship with Grant. In fact, he spoke at our uh, fraternity alumni event last year. An incredible guy. And he'll be replaced by Ross Hodge. And I know people at UNT are very excited about him. And uh, I'm excited to visit with him. And, Aaron, we have Mean Green folks in our audience. In fact, let's uh, sound off if you're out there. You're a member of the Mean Green uh, Army. Uh, it is uh, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And um, let us know what uh, if you went to uh, UNT and when you graduated, or if you just attended, even if you didn't graduate. Uh, Aaron, the, um, not long ago, the Rangers game ended, of course, on our family of networks here, you can hear all those games. A lot of times you'll hear them in the evenings on ESPN Central Texas opening day was right here on ESPN Central Texas and Rangers get a five, two win over Baltimore to improve to four and two on the season. Aaron, I believe the Astros did win to improve to three and four. <laughs> Rangers, for now, you know, doing fine. Did drop a couple of games. That wasn't great. Heaney went out there, Andrew Heaney, and didn't get the job done. Got knocked around a little bit and uh, was, was out of the game by the fifth inning. I think it was Dane Dunning, perhaps, who came in, did a really nice job in long relief. Gave the uh, Rangers four innings. Sometimes you need people to come in, just get you through a ball game. Uh, today, uh, DeGrom was on the mound, and he was doing fine, okay? He goes six innings plus, uh, and DeGrom, I want to see what his line was real quick here. Um, as I as I look at my box score, Rangers, uh, DeGrom went six Six uh, innings pitched, gave up one earned run, two walks, 11 strikeouts. And Aaron, that, that ERA still looks pretty unsightly because of the first game when he gave up five runs and was knocked out of the game by the fourth inning. Uh, 5.59 ERA for uh, DeGrom. But today, started working on getting that back down had a really nice outing, breezed through four, got a little choppy in the fifth and sixth, but uh, but got through the innings and uh, it did okay. He, uh, DeGrom, uh, 92 pitches, 58 of those were for strikes, and, um, and the Rangers get out there and they get it done. Home run for Josh Young, the sixth inning, had a two-run homer. And that gave the uh, Rangers a 4-2 lead. That was the big blow in this game. And then uh, Adolis Garcia did have uh, a double off of uh, Rodriguez um, in this uh, in his first double of the season, actually. Nate Lowe uh, had his second double of the season. 
Uh, Garcia now with five RBI, Nate Lowe with four RBI, and Josh Young, um, yeah, yeah, he's up to, uh, okay, yeah, three, oh, he had three RBI on the day to get him to four for the season. My gosh, Josh Young doing most of his damage just in this game today, in the uh, sixth game of the season, as the Rangers improve to four and two. Aaron, it was um, it was a little chilly, a little chilly in the Dallas-Fort Worth area today. And uh, so the weather, I was just looking at this, the weather's listed at 74 degrees, and Aaron, I kind of thought, well, man, every time I've looked today, uh, you know, Central Texas and into, into uh, Dallas area, it's been, you know, 58, then it got up to 61 or something like that. It says 74 degrees here. Well, that's with the roof closed. So, Aaron, if you've ever wondered what the temperature is at the new Globe Life Field when the roof is closed, it is 74 degrees. Aaron, even in a game that, um, well, Rangers win 5-2, to a couple of errors on each side, and looking at the uh, pitchers, uh, th- only three walks for Rangers pitchers, so that's pretty good, uh, obviously. And then over on the Orioles' side, Let's see. I'm leading to something here, by the way. Ooh, only one walk all day. Rangers were not drawing a lot of walks. But, Aaron, we've been kind of tracking how quick these games are with the pitch limit uh, or the pitch uh, clock. And I believe, Aaron, you, you texted me something yesterday. Wasn't it down by an average of 25 minutes per game? Uh, 25 minutes. I mean, you talk about a massive impact to I, – I thought when I first heard some numbers like that, I thought that was seemed inflated. And this may not be the case, you know, maybe things – but it's made, an, it's made a huge impact. The time on today's Rangers game, 2 hours, 19 minutes. Now, the game started at 1.07. Aaron – it's a gorgeous ballpark today. Good day to maybe get the kids out of school, perhaps, and go catch some day ball. Aaron, what do you think the attendance was for a Rangers team that had started out um, three and two and was playing the uh, final game of this this homestand? Twenty-one thousand. Eighteen thousand five hundred and sixty. Did you? Uh, oh, we did have a pitch timer violation today. Aaron, did you see this? I, I don't know if you saw this when it happened. Uh, a pitch timer violation goes to Grossman for the Rangers. So Grossman must have been up there. Let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find something on that real quick the Grossman pitch timer thing uh, and see what they said happened on that. But Grossman got hit with a pitch timer deal. Oh, here it is. Oh, and he had an RBI single in the game. Ooh, wow, that came came early in the game for uh, Grossman. Wow. And then, of course, in that opening day, he had the first home run of the season with a three-run shot. So... Uh, anyway, I was going to look that up and see um, see exactly what that was about. But 
I should have done more, Aaron, than just typing in um, Grossman because that that led me to all sorts of things. I, I was uh, I was looking, Aaron, also um, where you know why is the Big Twelve trending? Now, part of this is probably just my uh, algorithm on my phone because I talk about the Big Twelve and I look up stuff on the Big Twelve as uh, as much as I can, but uh, uh, so. I was wanting to see if anything had changed today on realignment, and it's not. It's not anything that new except the four. Um, I did find this one inter- uh, interesting, Aaron, and feel free to bring this up again in uh, Campus Confidential. The, um, the That Kerr Kresa from Arizona um, is – he left Arizona and transferred out – He's already shown up in Morgantown, and I saw that news that, uh, and when they, by the way, when they defeated TCU in the 2022 NCAA tournament, boy, he gave it to the uh, Frogs fans. That'll be funny when they get back together. But, uh, yeah, pretty good player. Pretty good player from Arizona, and he's headed to West Virginia. I also saw Aaron, and I, I wouldn't bring this up, Except for I was noticing that that big man, the Russian uh, big man, seven foot one player for FAU, that was a shot blocker, pretty good player. Well, he started out at Texas Tech. Texas Tech center Daniel Bacho will put his name in the transfer portal. Now, when you get a new head coach, Grant McCaslin going in there, now again, Maybe he ends up, Grant re-recruits him, or maybe Grant has said, Daniel, we're probably going to go a different direction. Who knows? But Bacho, who averaged 7.9 points, 5.9 rebounds, and 1.3 assists, has entered the portal. I find that interesting, Aaron, um, because Bacho is another one of those big, like 6'10", 6'11", types. Did you notice, Aaron, in the uh, in the uh, uh, in in the Final Four, especially, but watching UConn with a with with Sunogo, who's like six ten or six eleven, and then that seven two guy that they had, um, what was his name? Something Cl- Klingon. Klingon was his name. I and in FAU had a seven one guy. I, I found myself yearning for Baylor to keep stacking like six ten and seven footers and, and and carve out some rim protection. All right. So um some of these guys are entering the portal. Let's take a peek. Let's take a peek, Bears. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas, the new head coach for the Mean Green joins us next. It is now time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. Today we'll hear from new defensive coordinator Matt Pallage. Pallage back on Dave Aranda's staff, and he has some very well-defined goals for the defense this spring. So playing hard, playing together has been our two team spring goals. And then we've been really trying to establish relentless effort on the defense side of the ball. Um, 
you know, really emphasizing takeaways at practice, some of the circuit drills we've been doing, some of the um, meetings, um, you know, teaching exactly how to take the ball away, finishing on the ball when it's in the air, and then playing together. Um, we call that shared commitment, um, brotherhood, connection, but just it's bigger than just me. It's, um, you know, it's, it's all of us. So for us, that's really been the main emphasis so far this spring. Defensive coordinator Matt Pallage drawn back to Baylor after a year at Oregon because of the culture Dave Aranda has established with the Baylor football program. Yeah, 100%. And um, I, think, I think the culture is, you know, it's a huge part of it. Right. And I all I can tell you is is, been, is my experiences here. Right. And um, I felt like that 21 season, the team culture was as good as I'd ever been around. And I know that we're working hard with this 23 um, uh, team to build it um, in a similar manner, uh, built on the same principles. Um, and um, I think there's some there's some things. There's a lot of things with this 23 team that resemble that team in certain ways. The youth would probably be a little bit of the difference. But I think we do have some some key um, um, leaders. I think we have some uh, older guys um, with experience to kind of help bridge that gap over time. That's Matt Pallage, the defensive coordinator for Baylor football. The Bears were on the practice field yesterday. They'll be back out tomorrow afternoon, then take a break for the long Easter weekend. And that's today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. John Sicoli went three for four with a home run and four RBI to lead Baylor to a 10 to three win over Stephen F. Austin. Temple and MCZ start a four-game conference series today in Temple. This morning's rain has moved the start of that doubleheader to 2 o'clock. The Leopards took two from MCC on the softball diamond yesterday, 7-5 and 14-6. That four-game series continues in Temple today at 1 o'clock. The Texas Rangers are now 3-2 after losing to Baltimore last night, 7-2. They conclude the series with the Orioles at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Astros are just 2-4 after losing to Detroit 6-3. The series with the Tigers ends this afternoon with a 1-10 first pitch in Houston. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's get right to him. Uh, we have the new Mean Green men's basketball coach with us. Ross Hodge. Ross, uh, what a whirlwind it's been. You win an NIT championship. The head coach leaves, is on a plane the next day, and you're the new head coach at UNT. I mean, it's been a celebration. There's been goodbyes. I mean, has this been about the craziest uh, uh, period of time you've ever been involved with? It it has been definitely – um, interesting to say the least, but, um, to be honest, guys, it's, it's been all good problems, man. Um, all, all problems result resulted from a lot of winning, uh, a lot of good players. And, uh, when, when you win and you have good opportunities and you have great coaches, uh, it, it, it can open up opportunities, um, for people's families and, um, and it's, it's been, it's been quite quite the end to the season that's for sure well congratulations and i don't know how y'all stayed so focused with all this stuff swirling and sometimes people in the media you know they don't help you out do they on twitter um <laughs> i for one was actually trying to help and not participate in all of that but there's always somebody that's going to roll something out right before a game and uh, that happened before i think the oklahoma state game and yet, y'all never let that really impact you. And, and uh, uh, Ross, how were you able to, to do that, to keep everybody focused? And, and uh, I, I, it just it was pretty remarkable because I've, I've seen it go the other direction. And you've probably even seen it. You know, I bet you've seen that happen, too. Uh, how were y'all kind of able to keep everybody pointed in the same direction and, and keep going down that path that you were on? Well, to be honest, guys, this wasn't this wasn't the first spring that you know Coach Mack's name has been associated with jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the last two years around this time, you start hearing some rumblings and some rumors. Obviously, this time it got a lot louder. But uh, you got to give you got to give Coach Mack a lot of credit, and then you got to give our players. Uh, just an insane amount of, of, of credit, man. They, uh, they really did. They blocked out all the outside noise. They loved each other. Um, they were disappointed that we didn't play well enough to beat UAB in the conference tournament. And they really wanted to keep playing. They really do enjoy being in the locker room with each other. They enjoyed team meetings and film sessions and, uh, scouting reports and prepping. And, and they just, 
they didn't want it to end. And, um, you know, everyone was really just trying to be where, where their feet were. And we were, that's the, that's the thing people don't realize is, you know, we were so focused and our routine didn't change much. Now there was a lot of noise outside, but inside, you know, we were just trying to figure out, okay, how can we beat Alcorn state? Now, now let's beat Sam Houston state. Now let's go see if we can go down to Stillwater and then you're in Vegas and you got an opportunity to, to play against Wisconsin and then, and then win a championship. So man, you know, you just, you got to give our, our players so much credit. Well, did you ever actually do it in Vegas? Did you at least go play some blackjack? I couldn't get Grant interested in any of that. He said, Oh, I may have some coffee. I told him to go celebrate one night. He said, I'll probably just have some coffee or something. I don't know if that's just the Baylor in him but he, you know, he was, he wasn't really letting his, his hair down. Was that, uh, did you ever get to kind of go out and experience Vegas or was it, was it the head down the whole time, Ross, or, or do you not want to say on the radio? <laughs> no, you know, no, we, 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 we're, we're, uh, we can be honest here. Um, no, we, uh, <laughs> to be honest and, and honestly speaking, there was a little bit of a, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the documentary from a few years ago, The Last Dance with the Bulls yeah. about the Bulls and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I do think there was a little bit of that uh, nostalgic feeling amongst our staff. And to be honest, man, we just we hung out down there in the in the team room after after our team and watched film, and we would just they would all leave and and we would just sit down there and just kind of hang out with each other man talking about the next game talking about memories from years past and really just trying to enjoy the moment and enjoy each other knowing that uh that maybe maybe this would be the last time that that we were all coaching together now when did you and grant first cross paths i know you're both uh great juco coaches so i'm sure maybe it happened out there in uh, West Texas, although you were at Paris, um, uh, you know, ju- uh, junior college, well, going way back uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. in your career. But uh, then Midland, you know, I'm I've, I've kind of aware of Grant's exploits out there in Midland. But when did you when did y'all first cross paths? Because obviously y'all have been together now for a pretty good while. Yeah, we got to know each other. Um, he was the head coach at Midland Junior College, and I was the head coach at Paris Junior College. And we were both just two young guys trying to figure out, um, try to figure it out. Um, and, and naturally, we kind of gravitated towards each other. Um, we did some closed door scrimmages. Our teams actually never played against each other in a real game, but we did some closed door scrimmages. Um, and we just really kind of started relying on each other for for advice, for friendship. Um, started kind of talking life. We both had young families at the time. And then when Grant left to go to Midwestern, he was very instrumental in, in helping me uh, become the next head coach at, at Midland Junior College. So, um, and, and then from that point on, um, he was at Midwestern for two years. I was at Midland for two years. And then he went to Baylor as an assistant. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Southern Miss. Uh, for one year and then Colorado State for four but but not only did our paths begin kind of similarly junior college 
we both got we both went to the division one level at the same time we both had our first assistant jobs the same year and so there was just so much figuring out along the way and um, I always had so much respect for him as a person and who he was as a husband and a father and um and then when he when he when he was able to be given the opportunity to be the head coach at Arkansas State he he called and said hey let's let's do this together man come be the associate head coach kind of be like going into business for ourselves and and we did that and and um ultimately that's led to this phone conversation right now <laughs> yeah well, he sent me that Red Wolves gear, and I tried to commit to the Arkansas State. Before I knew it, y'all were in Denton, so I was having to change, you know, all that stuff. But I told him I'm going to keep all my UNT gear, and I promise you I won't put on any Texas Tech stuff because I am a Baylor guy. So I do have my limits. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to not going to do that. How do you, um, uh, Ross Hodge, UNT Mean Green, new men's. Uh, head coach out there how do you handle ross the uh with the assistants i mean that's going to be interesting because you and grant are so close and i'm sure you know y'all have been very upfront about all that but these things get pretty competitive there's people he wants to take with him there's folks you would love to stay with you um how do you work through that do you kind of I mean, is that something y'all can kind of work through together a little bit, or or once once he leaves, is it kind of like, hey, you know, uh, we've got this is a competitive situation? No, no, man, we've uh, man, we've 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 been so fortunate to have such an incredible staff since we've been here. Uh, not only uh, the other assistants, but our support staff, and ultimately, you know, we we just want we want what what everyone's heart desires and um you know some of those guys will go with him and i couldn't be more thrilled for them and their families and their opportunity i'm sad to see them go i'd love for them to stay uh some you know we we will have a couple guys that will stay and i'm i'm extremely thankful for that but um no nah, there's definitely no uh like you said no 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 competitive spirits won't kick in on that you know now if we ever scrimmage each other or if we ever play each other in a game that'll be a different story but man it, it's been such a uh it's been it's been so fun and uh, we've had such a tight-knit group and i'm i'm so excited for everyone involved to be honest how, how in the world did y'all get so great at defense and and you're giving a lot of credit for for being the architect of that in um, in that scoring defense, I mean, I looked at some of those numbers today, Coach. I mean, it's like fifty five points a game two years in a row. I mean, if you do it one year, you might say, ah, they missed a the other team was missing a lot of shots or something. You do it two years in a row, it's kind of like, nah, this is this may be a incredible defensive team. How much of that is like getting the right kind of player? And then how much of that is just that's kind of what y'all uh, prioritize? Because it's kind of remarkable, the the, the, the defense that y'all have played over these last few years. Yeah, you uh, you got to give our – again, you know, it, 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 college sports, professional sports, uh, all levels of sports, man, it, it, it starts and stops with players, you know, and you can – you can be as good a coach as you want to be and you can have the best schemes, but if your players don't believe in what you're doing and want to do it with as hard as they can, uh, with as much thought as they can, you're just not going to be successful. And, and 
we've uh, we've been so fortunate to coach groups of players that are that are really committed to that end of the floor, and they've bought into that end of the floor, and they believe that that if we if we will commit to defending at a high level, that we can win anywhere, um, any any time against anyone. And if you look at not only our our scoring defense, but uh, you know our road record over the course of the last two years, I think I think we have the the best road winning percentage um, in the country. And um, you can't go on the road into other hostile environments without a true commitment to defending and rebounding. And, and um, our players have bought into that, and they they deserve all the credit. Well, that's uh, that's a nice way to put it. But boy, you deserve a lot of credit too. And in uh, watching like Kai, I think that was who was on Jelly. A lot yeah. of that game uh, against UAB, isn't that funny? You end up against UAB after all those games you've played them, and you get in this this uh, deal, and you think you're not going to see one of your conference foes again, and there they are again. And I think back to J.J. Murray. I mean, y'all have had some, uh, and, and boy, I love him. I've known him forever. But, I mean, y'all have had some defensive stopper types who kind of put, you know, maybe put aside their, I mean, Kai obviously can is a big-time two-way player, but it is remarkable how you'll just kind of clamp down on on people, and it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch. Now, what's going to be different, Ross? Because, I mean, Grant, obviously you talked, I mean, I saw you talking in the huddle as much as Grant a lot of the time, so I don't think this is like a massive change for you. But you do become the head guy. You do more interviews, all of that. There's going to be more demands on your time. Um, getting to watch Grant up close, I mean, I think that would be great preparation. Is there anybody else you've kind of reached out to to just kind of, uh, you know, make sure, hey, I'm ready for everything that's going to, going to come at me now that I have this new position uh, at, you know, at a D1 school? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you have a lot of friends in this business and, and you're always trying to uh, you're always trying to use uh, as many people as resources as you can, you know, and the biggest one, like you said, is, is um, having the external pull on your time. Um, whereas 95% of my time prior was, was all directly, directly to our team. And uh, the, the, you know, our team will be very comfortable with my voice. Um, that that won't be super new to them. Uh, like I said, I just I just need to. You know, the biggest thing I need to do is is do what we did when we were here, and that was hire hire great people around me and surround surround myself with really good people first. Um, great basketball coaches and mind second that want to love our players and serve them, and they can help. They can help alleviate. Um, me being gone some or tugged in some different directions. And, and I do think that's a big part of why we were able to be as successful as we were, because we had tremendous, tremendous people in place. And um, that's, that's my, my job. And that's what I plan to do is, is surround our players with really good people. Ross Hodge on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, boy, you had to take some pride, didn't you, in FAU. 
UAB, UNT, you know, Charlotte even uh, in that, uh, I guess that was a CBI. I think CBI, Rice was in, yep. was in one of these tournaments as well. I mean, to see the conference doing so well, now it was too late, right? I mean, at some point when y'all are like, now you're the number 30 net team, it's like, wait, why were these guys not in the NCAA tournament? And you guys kind of knew the whole time. Um, but that has to be, I would think, an immense amount of pride in Y'all go at each other constantly. You're aware of how good these teams are. But to see everybody do it on a national stage, how cool was that for you and Grant and y'all's whole program to even look around at some of these other schools and go, man, maybe maybe we were a pretty good conference. Uh, yeah, it was incredible. And, um, you know, when you do battle against these guys, like you said, and, and you play against the UAB four times and – you play against these coaches through the years, you do, man, you develop such a healthy respect for them. Um, and, and to see, to see everyone have the success that they had. I mean, you were, you were rooting, you were rooting for them. You know, we were, we, in our players, like we were rooting for those guys. Um, and it gave you confidence. I think all of us drew a certain level of confidence amongst each other. Every time you saw, a, you know, an FAU knockoff, you know, Tennessee or Memphis, and it, and then they're watching us beat Oklahoma State and Stillwater and Wisconsin and UAB beat Vanderbilt and, and Charlotte win the CBI, and and you do, you know, it 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 validates what you already knew that man, these are really good basketball teams with excellent coaches and um, excellent players. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 fascinating to watch all this and then kind of see the parody in college basketball and who ended up there and uh, and I thought that was cool. Um, I mean, y'all just the women's coach as you're getting hired, y'all are hiring a new women's coach uh, from Texas A&M Commerce. Ross, did you have a hand? Did you suddenly like have the big hammer over there and you just started bringing in <laughs> people from your alma mater? Hey, we 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 we. We've been talking about this. The only man that that brought the hammer was God Himself, man. And this was like, a, this was honestly, this was like, wow. God is doing some amazing things right now, man. Um, and I have known uh, Coach Burton, Jason, for for a long, long time. His brother was actually an assistant of mine at Paris Junior College, and for our paths to line up at the exact same time. Uh, getting these jobs and getting to go through that together, like you said, you could you could write it in a script and people wouldn't believe it. You know, um, that's how that's how incredible it's been, and I'm I'm crazy excited to see him get to work, and I know he's going to do unbelievable things with our women's program. Well, I'm happy for you, Ross. People have, um, you know, JJ I've known forever, and he's always bragged on you like crazy, and uh, y'all have done such an incredible job there. And um, so, anyway, I'm very happy for you. And I, I was, I did not, by the way, want Tyler Perry uh, to go in the portal. What an unbelievable career he's had there at UNT. And so I'm still holding out hope. He just gets right back in the portal and stays in U at UNT. But if he does leave... Could you please send him to Waco instead of Lubbock? Would you at least entertain that idea? <laughs> hey, man, like I like I told Tyler, and, and I'll tell it to the world, man. Same thing we talked about with our staff. I want I want him to to uh, 
to follow his heart, man. He's been such an incredible, incredible ambassador for our university and his community work and um, everything that he's poured into the university and this program the last two years. Um, whatever, whatever his heart desires and whatever he feels like is best for he and his family, um, not only on the basketball floor, but, uh, but off of it. Um, I'll be, I'll be the first one there to congratulate him. And so, um, he's, he, uh, he's, he's been incredible. He's a special, he's a special young man. Yeah. He ended that, uh, championship the only way he could, didn't he? <laughs> With one of those, one of those threes from however far it was. And, uh, that's just him and those kids, like to your point, they love him. I've seen those videos uh, over there at the elementary school where he uh, put, mm-hmm. has put in a lot of service. Boy, they, he is their hero. And uh, to watch him show up the other day with all the posters and signs and everything, no matter where he ends up, he'll always be a huge part of the uh, Mean Green. Ross, thanks for, thanks for taking the time on an incredibly busy day. The big news conference today, noon, and you all have been very, very busy. You got I'm sure by the, by the time you finish this interview, Ross, Two more people, you know, all across the country, people are entering the portal. So it's exciting. I'm sure it's stressful. But I hope uh, I hope uh, several of them are headed right there to Denton. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited for you. So uh, congratulations. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you guys for having me. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Ross Hodge uh, is the uh, new head men's coach at uh, UNT. And... Um, Man, excited to see what he's going to do there, and that'll be uh, that'll be that'll be kind of fun um, because obviously they just won the NIT championship. And Aaron, they go in now to the American Athletic Conference, and I just kind of think because of some of the success that that conference has had, if they have a similar type season next year in that new conference, then they're going to get into the NCAA tournament. Honestly, the Conference USA. If you didn't win the conference tournament and get the automatic bid, most of the time you didn't get to go. And it's unfair, but that's the way it was. And I think uh, UNT will enjoy this new conference. We'll check our text line, see if we had some Mean Green check in with us. 254-662-1660. Next, it is time for Campus Confidential. Who's in the portal? That's next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Hooah. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in members, or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. John Sicoli went three for four with a home run and four RBI to lead Baylor to a 10-3 win over Stephen F. Austin. Temple and MCC start a four-game conference series today in Temple. This morning's rain has moved the start of that doubleheader to 2 o'clock. The Leopards took two from MCC on the softball diamond yesterday, 7-5 and 14-6. That four-game series continues in Temple today at 1 o'clock. The Texas Rangers are now 3-2 after losing to Baltimore last night, 7-2. They conclude the series with the Orioles at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Astros are just 2-4 after losing to Detroit, 6-3. The series with the Tigers ends this afternoon with a 1-10 first pitch in Houston. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right. And uh, Jim Turner's Chevrolet. You heard Jim on yesterday. Jim Turner's Chevrolet, the uh, fine sponsor of this segment, Campus Confidential, where we take a look at uh, all the news and the transfer portal and all over college athletics, a lot of college football, of course, during football season. Aaron, where do we start today? We will start with Baylor men's basketball. Another player entered the transfer portal today. It is senior guard Dale Bonner. Bonner transfer originally from Division II Fairmont State, where he averaged 20 
12.2 points. He played 17 minutes per game last year, averaging 3.1 points, 1.5 assists, and just under a steal a game. He is the fourth Baylor player to enter the transfer portal in the last week. I can tell, Aaron, by your voice. I mean, you're you're kind of taking this. Uh, this is a tough one on you. I mean, it's a, there's a there's kind of a downcast. Uh, and I I just want to take this opportunity to remind Baylor fans. I get it, man. I do love all the journalists, though. So oh, I kind of knew. I kind of knew um, uh, that uh, these guys were going to transfer. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and let us know that in advance, man, if you just knew all this was going to happen. Now, with Del Bonner, I mean, he'd lost his minutes this year. I mean, he wasn't even getting into games. And it took, you know, somebody getting hurt, and he got back in, and he performed beautifully. And he's a selfless guy, and I love Del Bonner. I wish this year it had a – I mean, they, they had a big role for him this season. And for whatever reason, who knows? I mean, there, there are different reasons. Um, he he did so many things that I liked. He played defense. He moved the ball. He had a lot of athleticism. I hope he does extremely well somewhere else. But, I mean, he had kind of I, – I understand it. I mean, Dale Bonner this year had basically had just kind of lost out on minutes. And so – for him to want to go, maybe think about playing elsewhere, I get it. Now, I on LJ Cryer, I saw these comments today he had about that he wanted to be able to play with more freedom, and maybe he wanted to um, get to play some point guard. I mean, the thing is, all these guys played the point at some point. I mean, it's kind of positionless basketball. I mean, it's not. They didn't really care if Keontae brought it up or. Flagler brought the ball up the court. I mean, they're, they're three guards flying around the court. And, I mean, they did at one point after he came back from that concussion. Man, they put a plan together, and they got Cryer going to, to get him to be more aggressive and all of that. So who knows what happens in the portal. Sometimes, of course, if you're out there and maybe these teams start recruiting you like crazy, they say, oh, yeah, we'll give you a chance to do this and this and that. And he's a smart guy. He'll figure it out. His dad's a coach. His dad's a high school football coach who played linebacker at Grambling back in the day. Um, Lionel's a good guy. I mean, these are there's they'll figure it out. But I mean, I'm telling you, this staff poured in more to L.J. Cryer than any staff could ever. And so, at some point, if you're not happy or whatever, you just got to go do your thing, and that's okay. I mean, I do. I wish they would go to other conferences i mean it's the same thing with these coaches i mean grant i'm happy for him but now you know i gotta root against him when baylor plays tech and baylor plays i mean he you know i'm when they play k-state obviously i'm gonna root for the bears to beat them i mean i hate it because i love these guys and i don't want crier to end up at tech or k-state but boy on his group right now um, I mean, at his schools, they were asking about K-State's on there, man. And, of course, who do you think recruited him to Baylor? Who had a huge role in it? Jerome Tang. So, I don't know if Jerome and Scott have some kind of gentleman's agreement or whatever. But 
I mean, Scott doesn't want to have to play against a guy. I mean, he just put up 30 for Baylor. So, but, you know, so all these people, it's the same thing, you know, boy, when they leave, it's like, well, this guy, this, he was unhappy and he wasn't good. And they, maybe he wasn't going to have a place next year. Come on. Come on. The guy just scored 30 in the NCAA tournament game for Baylor. I think they were going to carve out a spot for him next year on the team if he had a return. So, again, some of these people are my friends that do this, but this whole, oh, we knew, we knew, we thought he was going to transfer last year, but we knew he was going to transfer. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you know all these things. But um, I would like for, boy, I, I hope if there's anything, you know, like, Baylor people need to be stepping up and to get the NIO money where it needs to be and and give Flagler a chance to come back and play and be the best player in the Big 12 next season. I mean, he really could be an All-American. He's that good of a scorer, finisher. I mean, he he's become one of the great players and shooters in America. There's no reason. So if Flagler, of course, he's checking his NBA right now, but he, there's a chance Flagler could come back to Baylor. So, I mean, it's time for our NIL people to step up. we got great NIL advisors. These people all make huge amounts of money, but they can't do it all by themselves. we got to have other people, you know, giving money to this thing. All right. Aaron, am I allowed to do that on the flagship of Baylor? <laughs> to, to ask for NIL money? I think so. I think I don't think anybody's going to get on to me. But the Baylor people need to step up, take care of things. Now, people immediately, when Cryer leaves, you're thinking NIL. I think it's more than that. I'm not saying he didn't want to make some money elsewhere. You know where else, Aaron? One of your favorite programs, uh, Houston. Because, of course, he came from Katie Morton Ranch. Uh, and his dad was there. And his dad now coaches. Ooh, where does he coach? Anyway, I saw it recently. His dad's a coach somewhere in that area maybe the houston area uh, so anyway let's keep our eye on that let's keep a his brother i think is going to play linebacker at northwestern yeah over in the big 10 and uh, so great family big time family i wish him well I, I mean am i a little perturbed when i hear him say uh you know they wouldn't let me play point guard what what'd you think i mean i just want to say lj what what do you think that was when you brought the ball up the court and were penetrating and distributing? That's called playing point guard. Goodness gracious. Should we have branded it more and said, okay, this game, LJ, you're playing point guard. That, I'm okay with him leaving. I just don't like all the, well, I'm going to go get more freedom somewhere. and They're going to let me play point guard. I mean, what do you think Butler was doing and Davion? And, and Teague, half the time they were playing the point. Goodness gracious. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Connecticut's win over San Diego State in the men's national championship game ended up being the lowest viewed final on record. The Huskies' 76-59 win averaged 14.69 million viewers on CBS. The previous low was 15.99 million in 2018 when Villanova Michigan on TBS. Yeah, I tell you, man, I, I kind of thought those up. 
I kind of thought those numbers would be down. And, Aaron, say that that one part again, because today I saw something on the game that said it was like, I mean, it was, I mean, I, it was still enough. I, I wouldn't call it like a ratings disaster, but it was the lowest one since, who'd you say, Michigan? We, 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 it's the it's lowest, lowest one ever. Wow, that's crazy. Aaron, what was it on? I mean, my gosh, it was on CBS, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it on the T? Some years they'll do one on, they'll change it out and have it over on TBS or something, but it was on CBS. There's no excuse for that. A Monday game. Aaron, you and I do not care, like, if it's a blue blood or not. I'm going to watch it no matter what. But I think this, you know, once again proves you kind of need to have one of those monsters. You need one of two things. You need a Blue Blood or you need a Caitlin Clark. Or you need Mulkey over there on the sidelines stomping around doing stuff. I mean, I've seen some funny memes involving Kim and some of her sideline antics. I mean, Aaron, people are wondering why Kim was able to beat up on that one poor ref. Did you see him? I mean, some of those calls you could kind of understand, but Kim and that ref made huge contact mm-hmm. over there. I mean, that was a major, and and they just that guy's like, hey. I mean, I think they're scared of Kim. Why did Jay Billis pick? You remember what he said? Why he picked LSU go to the Final Four? He said, I'm scared of Kim Mulkey. <laughs> she's not. She's not that scary. I mean. I, Kim's fine. You just don't want to cross her. You don't want to, I'll tell you what you don't want to do. You don't want to be one of these media people who kisses her rear like crazy and then turns on her when she leaves town. That's what you don't want to do. You just have to be forthright with her. She might get mad at you from time to time. She's been mad at me. But you know what I didn't do is I didn't go spouting off talking bad about her the minute she left town and the winds changed. All right? You know why? Because loyalty. You're loyal to people who've been good to you and have been unbelievable to our university. You don't you don't go around like, oh, who do I need? What do I need to say to ingratiate myself with this group? That's for the birds. All right, Aaron. What else do you have? What What else would you like to share with us in today's campus confidential? Former Arizona guard Kerr Creasa, one of the top college basketball transfers. This spring has committed to play at West Virginia. He said he wanted to start from zero and go somewhere where he had no pre-existing relationships, and he was sold when he saw the old truck that Bob Huggins is driving. He said, quote, I knew that guy was loyal. Now I need to start playing some defense. (laughs) I like that. Huggy Bear lands this guy from Arizona. They're usually transferring out of West Virginia, everybody's like, get me out of here. I'm tired of Huggins. Now, Bridges liked him. Jalen Bridges did like him, but he needed a change of scenery. And, boy, we loved having him with the Bears. Jalen, please don't transfer, okay? We love you. And, and by the way, when people are saying, oh, my gosh, four players have transferred, two of them never played, and the third one was barely playing this season before somebody got hurt. Now, I love Dell. Don't get me wrong. But let's not come on here talking about, oh, my gosh, everybody's transferring out. I've been hoping, I mean, again, not because I don't like them, but I've been hoping Loveday and Jordan 
would tr- Turner would transfer for the last two or three years. Not be- again, not because I don't like him, but because I'd love to see him go play somewhere. I mean, that's got to stink to get a full scholarship, get a full ride on, on one of the best teams in the country, and just ride the pine forever and not have any chance of getting into a game. All right? So let's not act like the whole everything's falling apart. You know they're going to land somebody good. And they may go get a – you know what doesn't help, Aaron, is the fact that I t- I won't say who I'm sending it to, but every time I see one of these transfers I like, I start forwarding it to people. And I think they probably are about ready for me to stop that, okay? The pro- I think the Baylor is probably able to handle the portal without Mosley getting involved. But I just can't help myself sometimes. I'll be like, ooh, I like this guy. Oh, I like that guy. What about this guy? There's somebody, Aaron, I like from uh, that played at St. Mark's School out of Dallas, St. Mark's Private School, and he went to Stanford. He's 6'7", 230, and, man, he was McDonald's All-American. He was great. And he goes out to Stanford, and it just, you know, good, great guy. I mean, just an incredible high, high character guy. And so I'm kind of hoping he finds his way to Waco. But, I mean, there'll be other people in the mix for him. But, wow, Dallas area kid. I mean, if you're from Dallas these days and you can play just a little bit, everybody's going to come after you. Because for whatever reason, Dallas-Fort Worth is putting out the greatest players. Now, some of them ended up at these places. Did you see it the other day, Aaron? Robert, the guy coming to uh, Rob. What's the new Baylor player that's going to be here in 2024? Rob Watkins? Anyway, the... The, the young guy, the guard, is going to go play at uh, Montverde, I think. Yeah, I think I saw that. Uh, going to prep school. So, from Philadelphia. And he's going to go over to Montverde. Whatever. I mean, if, if, that, if there's some thought that that's going to help your skills a lot, great. I'm all for it. Except I don't want Trey Johnson from Lake Highlands to leave. All right, I'm too attached to that team. All right, Aaron, that's a strong one. I appreciate it. And, um, man, isn't that fun, Aaron, to to have Jim Turner Chevrolet heavily involved with Campus Confidential. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the Bay at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-16. It's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. 
So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. As we get into the 5 o'clock hour, how cool is it to have all these unbelievable uh, sponsors? And, um, man, I was just talking to um, today. And, uh, boy, Alan Samuels out there, Ted Teague doing some incredible things on that, on his lot. And, um, man, there's some things I'm going to be telling you about in terms of the money that you can get back on on some of these trucks is just kind of phenomenal. I mean, we're talking we're talking about like savings around like six thousand dollars. I mean, it's it, and and so tremendous inventory, and uh, so there's a lot to be there's a lot to come on that front as we get into April that we're going to share, and as we head toward uh, Good Friday and Easter weekend, uh, holiday weekend. Um, now, Aaron, I'm still waiting to see. 
Good Friday. That is a uh, it's a wonderful day. I, a lot of folks uh, have that off, and and um, as uh, it's such an important holiday. But Aaron, for now, I think we ought to plan on uh, the two of us working that day. I have not been told otherwise, but uh, it is a uh, it's a very special week for so many reasons, and uh, also it's the Masters, and that's always uh, incredible. And that'll start up tomorrow. And I've already got uh, one of my buddies who makes uh, some incredible pimento cheese. He has a very uh, special family recipe, uh, and he's from Temple. And so that's going to be uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, boy, the Casey family maybe out there listening to us in Temple, Texas, right now. But my buddy Lee. We'll have the pimento. We'll get that rolling. All right, Aaron, I wanted to um, – <clears throat> we'll react to some of this, but I thought it was important because, you know, Matt Pallage, the new Baylor defense coordinator, and he's been on – I think he was on with John Morris when he first uh, uh, took over on the John Morris show. And, of course, we've had Matt on in the past, and it's so exciting to have him back. But in this new role, now that he's kind of been out there and he's – He's been around the players. All the other coaches have talked about his energy. You can't help but think about the former coach, Ron Roberts, and I don't think it's—I don't know if it's totally fair, but when everybody, the players and coaches and everybody, keep talking about Pallage's un, unbelievable energy, you can't help but think about the previous coach. Now, Ron was a heck of a defensive mind, so I'll be the last guy to ever jump in here and go, oh, it's good to have him gone, whatever. Had the change, according to Coach Aranda, had to be made, and this is the change that was made. And it seems like Pallage is really connecting, you know, in a way that when Coach Grimes arrived and Coach Mateos and the whole gang from BYU, when the LDS folks arrived. Now, I don't know if any of them are LDS, but anyway, but I'm just saying they had been around LDS. and, And so here they come, and that was very exciting. And they had a huge impact. And we're hoping Pallage can have a, a similar impact on the Bears. All right, Aaron, let's, um, let's peek into some of the, uh, some of the audio from uh, Pallage's first meeting. And I bet we hear from my buddy John Warner right out of the chute. Let's listen to Coach Pallage, and then we'll, we'll let you hear some of this and then along the way, we'll stop and, and, uh, and put in some of our own thoughts. Coach, what have you been trying to like, get across to these guys and anything in particular? Yeah, <clears throat> so playing hard, playing together has been our two team spring goals. And then we've been really trying to establish relentless effort on the defense side of the ball. Um, you know, really emphasizing takeaways at practice, some of the circuit drills we've been doing, some of the um, meetings, um, you know, teaching exactly how to take the ball away, finishing on the ball when it's in the air, and then playing together. Um, we call that shared commitment, um, brotherhood, connection, but just it's bigger than just me. It's, um, you know, it's, it's all of us. So for us, that's really been the main emphasis so far this spring. I guess you guys want to get back to forcing a lot of turnovers like y'all did 
couple of years ago. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, I think it starts with the relentless effort part. You know, it starts with playing hard. And so we want people to turn on the film uh, on Sundays when they're playing this, you know, that next Saturday. And we want them to say, holy cow, like these guys, they play balls to the wall, like their hair's on fire. And so that's really, really what we're, what we're looking for right now with each practice. You know, can we improve that? Um, because that'll solve some mistakes sometimes. But more than that, when you're playing hard, you know, turnovers will kind of come. You know, guys, more guys are around the ball, more guys around the ball. There's more guys for strip attempts fumble attempts, sack attempts, and then tip balls now all of a sudden become picks. And so that's really been a huge emphasis for us. Good to have Coach Pallage back. Aaron, that's some colorful description there. What did he say to the wall? <laughs> I mean, that is not your typical Baptist type uh, coaching that comes across there. And I, I like it. Coach Pallage getting it right out there. And playing with your hair on fire and I and I think that's interesting I mean to think about hey if the when that next group gets ready to start breaking things down on the Sunday after as they start to kind of look ahead at the week and getting the scouting reports together and breaking the opposing team down he wants the he wants the Bears to jump off the screen at them and 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 not be so much about oh wait where's this guy lined up or where's this where's this coming from where's the creeper it's it's more about oh my gosh these guys these are wild men out there now again they'll play under control but I do think there there needs to be a level of force and a a relentless uh, nature that uh, and, and of course in his mind that's going to lead to causing some turnovers all right Aaron so far like what I'm hearing. From Coach Pallage. Let's continue with Matt Pallage, the uh, Baylor defense coordinator, in his uh, uh, meeting with the uh, with the local media yesterday. Yeah, part of that relentless part is that also the the press man coverage that you are using. Does that play into that? So you're trying to get back to that aggressive nature you had two years ago. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we want to be able to get up in people's face and um, really challenge them at the line of scrimmage. Um, and so I think that's something that we want to have as a tool in our bag. Is that going to be who we are all the time? You know, I can't, I can't really tell you that right now. But um, I do think for us, it is an area that we want to improve on. We want to be tighter in coverage. Um, and we want to, um, you know, take away the windows, you know, for the, for the quarterback. And then hopefully we can apply some pressure and, and now all of a sudden you get Russian coverage working together, and that's the that's the shared commitment again. Matt, from everyone we talk to, energy, energetic, always is the way to describe you. Like, where does that come from? Yeah. What, what goes yeah. on in your brain when you take the field? Yeah, and then I do this interview, and you're like, "Where's all the energy at?" Right? <laughs> <clears throat> No, I think everything counts and everything matters. And, um, you know, it's, it's been, been part of me for a long time. You know, I'm very, very passionate about football and whether that's in a meeting setting where we're talking football and I'm trying to get guys uh, fired up about that day of practice or that, that week of the game. Um, I think, you know, Coach Aranda kind of said it today. Um, he's an example about everything counting and everything mattering and how there's an art to just about everything. And once you see it, right, you know, it in, in more than one field. And um, I see meetings that way. I 
I see, um, um, you know, cut-ups that way. I see walkthroughs that way. I see practices that way. And I think for, for us um, as coaches, you know, um, really hard if you don't bring energy, um, you know, to get guys to play with relentless effort. And so, um, you know, that's, that's – you know, it's easy for me because I guess I'm passionate about it because I love it so much. I mean, best part of my day is when we when we hit the grass, and um, you know sometimes there'll be a lot of things on your mind. But but once you get out there, you know if you can be like the, what you're trying to get the players to do and just be 100 miles an hour, then um, you know I think the result's going to be you know you're going to like the result. So. Matt, another thing that uh, Coach talked about was really kind of bringing you on to establish that culture and, and get back to you know the culture they're trying to bring here at Baylor. Is that important to you too, coming onto the staff once again? Yeah, one hundred percent. And um, I think I think the culture is. You know, it's a huge part of it, right? And I, all I can tell you is, is, is my experiences here, right? And um, I felt like that 21 season, the team culture was as good as I'd ever been around. And I know that we're working hard with this 23 um, uh, team to build it um, in a similar manner, uh, built on the same principles. Um, and um, I think there's some, there's some things, there's a lot of things with this 23 team that resemble that team in certain ways. The youth would probably be a little bit of the difference, but I think we do have some some key um, um, leaders. I think we have some uh, older guys um, with experience to kind of help bridge that gap over time. All right, and um, Aaron, if we can, I might keep some of this going. I like re- I like I like hearing from Coach Pallage, and we may come back and do a little more uh picking it up from there but that is that's interesting to hear him talk because that was such a tremendous last year was certainly a letdown and again we some of us have the perspective of a bowl season being a letdown uh i mean even compared to the post Bryles years after that one win season that they had under rule and then the next year they won six games or seven games and got back in a bowl game, that was huge. And, of course, now we're sort of back to expecting that type of thing every year, especially the previous year having won the Big 12, maybe arguably the greatest football year in Baylor history under Coach Aranda, and um, and everybody wants them to get back to it. And I think Pallage having been part of that uh, is, uh, I think it's tremendous to, to have him back. He didn't wasn't gone for long. But um, but I think he's the right voice, and he's exactly what Coach Aranda was looking for. And um, and I think Coach Aranda, after last year watching some things slip and feeling like <clears throat> he was taken advantage of a little bit by some of the players and some of the things that happened, boy, I, he he that is not going to happen this year. I think Dave's uh, got a little bit different uh, approach. He's still going to hold strong to his core values and all of that. But in dealing with players, there's just some things I think he's going to go differently, and there's some things he's not, he's going to refuse to let slide. Last year we thought they were just going to ride a wave, and and maybe the players even thought that. I know the media kind of thought they're going to ride that wave of being unbelievable the year before, and it just didn't happen. You still have to go out and do it. Now this year having more depth at wide receiver, 
and running back, the skill positions, hopefully Blake with another year of experience, or, you know, who knows, maybe uh, Sawyer Robertson, but that they're going to be better at those skill positions um, because obviously they got to do some, they got to start over a little bit in the O line. The D line should still be really, really good. Still a lot of talent there. But I, I'm, you know, I'm getting excited. I cannot wait for the spring game. That's going to happen on the 22nd. We'll be, we'll be all over that uh, at ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll continue down this path. As we talk some spring Baylor football, we'll do it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball wins at home over Stephen F. Austin. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor softball on the road in Knoxville for four games in Tennessee. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball knocked off Stephen F. Austin last night, 10-3 at Baylor Ballpark. Junior Cole Posey, junior Hunter Simmons, and sophomore John Sicoli combined to go 10 for 12 in the game with seven runs scored and six RBIs in the 10-3 victory that snapped a seven-game losing skid. Up next for the Bears, they'll open a series tomorrow night at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Oklahoma Sooners. Games tomorrow night at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at 2. Baylor softball leaving town today. They'll play four games in Knoxville, Tennessee, coming up Thursday and Friday. That includes two games against the Mercer Bears and two games against fifth-ranked Tennessee. Here is Baylor associate head coach Brittany Newman. Yeah, Tennessee is playing really well right now, and but we can't overlook Mercer. So we've we've got to um, like any other game, got to take it one day at a time. We have Mercer first on Thursday. We play a doubleheader, and then we play Tennessee that evening on on Thursday. And um, Tennessee, they're 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 clicking on all cylinders right now. They did come off of of uh, some losses against A and M over the weekend, but it'll be good to jump out of the Big Twelve just. And face a you know SEC opponent and um, you know but we we feel ready you know we faced a lot of really good teams this year pitching um, and hitting and so you know looking at their offense they're good but they um, aren't anything different than we've seen as far as talent and ability and big swings and um, so we're excited about that challenge and then same thing from the offense we've 
we've faced a lot of really good pitchers this year with our tough schedule and um, so our offense shouldn't be surprised as far as seeing something they hadn't seen so you know a lot of work's going in today so we're we're excited about the opportunity to play them. Brittany Newman and Baylor softball headed to Knoxville. They'll play Mercer tomorrow morning at 11, fifth-ranked Tennessee tomorrow at 4, then Mercer again Friday morning at 9, and Tennessee to wrap things up at 11.30 on Friday, all four games on 101.3 FM. And Baylor volleyball begins their spring schedule. They'll take on the University of Texas tonight in Austin. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. I'm Kyle Tumulton, general manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota's ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of my team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. There are times when you need a good doctor. And there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than anything else is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups and tires. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $49.99 wheel alignment special. Just $49.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. You're good to go. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. John Sicoli went three for four with a home run and four RBI to lead Baylor to a 10-3 win over Stephen F. Austin. The Bears entertain Oklahoma for a three-game conference series starting tomorrow. Temple and MCC start a four-game conference series today in Temple. This morning's rain has moved the start of that doubleheader to 2 o'clock. The Leopards took two from MCC on the softball diamond yesterday, 7-5 and 14-6. That four-game series continues in Temple today at 1 o'clock. The Texas Rangers are now 3-2 after losing to Baltimore last night, 7-2. They conclude the series with the Orioles at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Astros are just 2-4 after losing to Detroit, 6-3. The series with the Tigers ends this afternoon with a 1-10 first pitch in Houston. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Fat uh, Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and I was just going over some of these uh, MLB scores. The Pirates, and this won't last long this season, but they have a winning record right now. They took down the Red Sox today, four to one. And earlier on a game you heard on, uh, well, one of our networks, uh, one of our stations, uh, the uh, Rangers did take down the uh, Orioles five to two. Rangers improved to four and two. If you're already looking at the standings, I understand because it's rare that the Rangers are anywhere close to first place. And so I, I kind of get it. Uh, Josh Young did have a uh, two-run homer in this game. And the uh, and then uh, Adolis Garcia had a double. Uh, and Nathaniel Lowe had a double as well. And the Rangers had nine hits in this game. Always interesting to see kind of, who gets off to some weird, you know, rough starts. Uh, Seager, not that surprisingly. Simeon was awful throughout early in the season last year. He doesn't really have it going yet. He did have one hit today, but uh, they were a combined one for seven. Uh, and then you get down there to clean up, and then Young at uh, fifth, both those guys. Uh, Garcia, two for four today. Young, two for four with three RBI. And then uh, Grossman, who had some kind of pitch clock violation. I guess the hitters can have a violation as well if they're kind of uh, dilly-dallying. He was one for four. But um, I always love kind of looking at some of the averages, you know, early in a season. Mitch Garver at DH right now hitting three fifty seven. They need to get Jonah Heim going a little bit. Had a great uh, – had a huge hit on opening day. And uh, but Himes hitting 154 last year in the second half of the season after the All Star break he actually hit 182 so this is not unprecedented does a great job behind the plate threw somebody out at second today I noticed but uh, needs to get it going a little bit at the plate Degrom pitched six innings gave up two hits one earned run. Um, and had two walks, 11 strikeouts today. So had some arm soreness. You know, I was a little worried he would have to miss a start, and uh, the way they were able to do it and with some of the 
off days uh, there, especially with the off day right immediately after the opening day. Great to see him back out there, pitching well and um, was able to stay in the game. You know, you're trying to stretch these guys out early in the season, and he threw 92 pitches today through six innings. So a little more than you want to be at for six innings, but still pretty good pretty good job out there. And then uh, they were able to get this thing home with a uh, – uh, a combination of uh, boy, I, I'm light. I mean, I'm really enjoying kind of watching some of this. Um, Leclerc came in and got the save, but at a, at a key point in the game, Will Smith uh, for the uh, for the Rangers uh, came in. He's a 33 year old, six uh, five, two fifty, big dude, um, and uh, it really did a nice job. Had a couple of strikeouts in getting them through. An inning and a third today, and I, I, you know, what we've seen in baseball in the past few years is those high leverage situations in a game. Um, the seventh inning can be every bit as big as the ninth, and it wasn't always the case like that. But boy, you're using some of your better pitchers now. If you can, if have a pitcher like they did today go six innings, then you need somebody in the seventh, and it's become incredibly important. And it's not just oh, we got our eighth minute, eighth inning guy and our ninth inning game guy anymore. And so it'll be interesting to see and see if Leclerc can settle in to a closer's role. I think that would be nice. Um, uh, Bochi has uh, has has said that he doesn't he hasn't really named a closer yet. But Leclerc's as as close to anything uh, that they might have to that. So the Rangers get a win, improve to four and two. And Aaron, just for you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at those uh, standings because I just can't help myself. Um, even though it's just ridiculous to do this this early in the season, Rangers four and two, and our percentage points ahead of the Angels, who sit at three and two. Uh, Houston does uh, win to uh, get it to three and four. Oakland two and three. Seattle two and four. Now, what you know, what you want to do, especially with a really good pitching staff that, that the Rangers have, is get off to a hot start because you could catch. You know, Houston's not going to stay down for long, but you could get out, get a little bit of a lead, and uh, and and just kind of streak out there early. Four and two, I wouldn't say that's streaking, but it's a nice, it's an extremely nice start for the uh, for the uh, Rangers. And then, shockingly, over in the National League, the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, four and two, just a game back in the standings behind Milwaukee in the NL Central. I may take a picture of this because that will not last long. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about the Pirates, I'm a lifelong fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates it goes back to the We Are Family team of 1979. Now, one thing we're doing is I've kind of been excited to hear from Matt Pallage, the new defensive coordinator at Baylor. Um, the players have been excited. The coaches, Coach Aranda, this is a huge hire for him. Jeff Grimes was a monster hire. This is a big, big hire, and, and it needs to pay off as, uh, as we get closer to the season. And, of course, the spring game is going to happen on April 22nd. Uh, Tom and I will be in place. Lark will probably be out there with us. 
and we'll uh, we'll be doing some stuff pregame to get you ready for it. And then, of course, uh, John Morris and the gang will kind of simulcast. I think they'll have some TV components to this as well as, I don't know, maybe we'll put some of it on the radio. That'd be fun on the uh, flagship station ESPN Central Texas. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Of course, just J.J. Joe and Ricky and the whole gang, they do such a tremendous job with all that. Um, Aaron, let's go back. We were just listening to the Baylor's new defensive coordinator. I want to hear a little bit more as he starts to get into personnel and and think about what this could look like. He's already said, we've already heard him say that there are pieces of this team and this personnel that remind him of that really good team from 2021. Now, but also there is a youth movement. There's a lot of young players the Bears are going to be leaning on. Let's hear a little bit more from Baylor's new defense coordinator, Matt Pallage, who spoke for the first time to media yesterday since he's been back. Um, I think the, the biggest obstacle, right, is um, the older guys, um, you know, showing the younger guys the way. And sometimes when a, when a new guy, right, he, he, was a newer, he was a young guy, uh, now he's a sophomore, junior, now he's an old guy, right, and now he needs to be a leader. It's um, being able to, um, you know, call people up, um, you know, when it's, when it's good, um, but then kind of call them out and bring them up, you know, when it's, you know, put them up when it's good and then call them up when it's, when it's bad. And sometimes that can be a challenge um, for some of those guys. But we got some guys that, um, that, that are starting to get comfortable in doing that. And um, I think with, you know, us trying to uh, play together, work together, all those types of things, I think the young guys understand that it's not coming from a bad place, man. It's coming from this dude really cares about me, right? This dude really wants me, you know, to, um, you know, to do good and succeed and make plays and be a part of something great. So, what changes of growth have you seen in Dave Randa over these last two years? Like, seeing as you've been gone. Yeah, to me, he seems way more comfortable. Um, you know. Um, coaches himself like 100% of the time and uh, th- that's one of the things I love about him and he's unique but he's just he's so sharp he's so bright but I would think the just the comfort level in that position right he, he it feels like so natural right now um, I mean I go into every staff meeting man I leave there with you know two or three pages of notes I mean just um, I don't I, there, there's not many that I've been around that I've been more more impressed with and um, you know he's that guy you know not just from a defensive perspective I think from a team perspective um, and I, I really believe he's doing an elite job right now. Matt is there anybody you'd like to mention as far as guys have stood out as leaders so far? Yeah I mean I think in the front I think TJ and, and uh, Gabe are starting to starting to take those reins up front. Um, I think you know when you start going talking about the uh, backers, I, I think Matt Jones and um, you know Mike Smith was has been extremely vocal these last last two practices, and he's been helping a lot of the younger guys. Um, that's been really cool to see. Um, and I think secondary wise, um, you know I think Devin Lemire just you know his role right now. It's really cool to see him um, try to take that um, try to take those reins and so those would be some guys defensively I think that that stand out right now for sure all right I, now I like that 
Um, I think John Warner said, you know, who are some of the leaders? Who's kind of stepping up back there? And Devin Lemire, you know, you, you, you some of these names, well, they've been around for years. You kind of they they get they start getting kind of moved up. They get more and more time, and then one day, hey, they're a leader. I mean, they're a full time starter leader type, and they did have a few people leave that they didn't want to leave. Sometimes people go in the portal. And you don't, you know, it's like, ah, it's, I mean, it's not great. I mean, I liked them, but it's okay. It's okay. I mean, sometimes they probably almost, when they have, after some of those conversations, encourage certain people to go in the portal. There were certain people we saw, Aaron. There's one guy ended up going to, is it Arkansas? A couple of players might have gone to Arkansas. I, that, that, you know, we hated to see leave. I think Walcott was maybe one of those. But, you know, I think for the most part, they still have, Quite a bit of talent back there, and some guys on the back end of that defense, and and so that listening to him talk about Lemire, he talked about um, who was that Aaron the, uh, I, I think we heard a couple of names of the guys that transferred in some of those linebackers, um, you know Mike, who are you talking about? He was talking about Mike Smith, Michael Smith, I think Mike Jones. I mean, there, there's some really interesting players on this team that have come in. One guy stands out in my mind, the guy from Liberty. Um, they got a they got a, a, a guy in secondary from Miami. I mean, when does that happen? When has Baylor brought people in from the Miami Hurricanes? I mean, that's, stuff like that's rare. But this year, whether it be Arkansas, Oklahoma State, University of Miami, Florida, I mean, there are uh, the, the, two, the two linemen from BYU, there are some big-time transfers. And much like basketball is about to have to ramp up and get going in this portal and go find a guard or two in the portal, maybe a big man, we'll see. Um, hey, this football team has done that, and I think it was necessary. And it hadn't just been, hey, here's some talent to help out our core. Quite honestly, they've tried to find some of their core in the the portal, and and they're going to need some of these guys to be leaders. One of them is this quarterback who's come in. I don't know who's going to win this battle. My money would probably be, if I had to bet, I'd say Shapin. But Sawyer Robertson, the thing I like about him, he's not in here like some kind of renegade mercenary, like I'm starting or I'm gone. I mean, he said, hey, I didn't necessarily want to go to a place where I was going to start for sure. I wanted to come and compete and learn from these folks and go to Baylor, be at a school in Texas. I mean, Sawyer's from the uh, right in the backyard of Texas Tech. And um, uh, who knows if he even talked to Joey and them. But, boy, the Bears got after him. I know TCU wanted him, and uh, he's ended up with the Bears. And that's uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about some of this leadership. We're hearing from Matt Pallage, the new Baylor defensive coordinator and i really wanted to listen to this and react to it and that's what we've been doing aaron let me uh i'll check the time let's listen to a little bit more here before we do the dismount what was the biggest thing for your growth when you went to 
Yeah, I'm, well, one, I think seeing it done um, a different way and getting those, um, and that's in a, in a lot of realm, right? So maybe um, defensively, maybe team-wise, maybe recruiting-wise, um, and at a place that's done it at a high level or for a staff with a lot of coaches that have done it at a high level, I think that experience, being able to bring in new ideas, being able to bring in maybe um, a different way to um, – um, yeah, I was going to say skin a cat, but I feel like that's an old coaching term that I don't even know if that, if that, that makes sense to, to outside, to, you know, to other people. But um, anyways, I would say that the experience that I gained from there, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't replace. That was, that was big time. What are you seeing out of your room of the safety room? Say that one more time, Jerry. What are you seeing out of your safety room, that group? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the things that we've been emphasizing, I think the relentless effort piece, I think we've done a, um, a good job of attacking the ball. I think there's been guys that, um, you know, not only understand what their job is, but they're starting to understand where their help is. And to me, that was a huge difference in 21 was, hey, understanding that, hey, I can play to my help, right? Hey, in coverage, this is where my help is. And, and uh, run support, this is where my help is. And um, being extremely detailed in that, in that category, I really feel like, um, you know, as we've gotten practice six, seven, eight, okay, we've become a little bit more details, especially in the foundation base calls of our defense all right there he was and uh, good to hear from coach pallage and some of those things that are happening back there at safety and, and and playing into their help and things like that and i think um i think it'll be great to have him back i think people are enjoying playing for him they're responding to him and it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a really good change for this team and last year was not up to the standard and I think they have a shot to, to get back and well this team's going to have its own identity there's no living off something that happened two years ago and I think that's a good thing well I think that's a good thing not to even be thinking about that great season let somebody else think about it let the historians work with that all right it's Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley Aaron Sexton doing our thing on a uh, oh just a oh, been a little chilly today it's been kind of a fun Wednesday afternoon it is now time for something we call the dismount couple of nuggets and couple of things about the transfer portal uh, that we'll share with you on the way out this evening that's next game time weekdays at 7 a.m on ESPN Central Texas it's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. John Sicoli went three for four with a home run and four RBI to lead Baylor to a 10-3 win over Stephen F. Austin. The Bears entertain Oklahoma for a three-game conference series starting tomorrow. Temple and MCC start a four-game conference series today in Temple. This morning's rain has moved the start of that doubleheader to 2 o'clock. The Leopards took two from MCC on the softball diamond yesterday, 7-5 and 14-6. That four-game series continues in Temple today at 1 o'clock. The Texas Rangers are now 3-2 after losing to Baltimore last night, 7-2. They conclude the series with the Orioles at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Astros are just 2-4 after losing to Detroit, 6-3. The series with the Tigers ends this afternoon with a 1-10 first pitch in Houston. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is the dismount. Got to say good night. And well, I got to read this story now, Aaron. Um, this uh, has come across my desk. We've had a lot of fun Baylor talk today we had the new uh, University of North Texas men's coach on and uh, headlined in the morning news on a story that came out well, it looks like this afternoon oh, this came out what is today the fifth this morning sometime Cowboys will extend quarterback Dak Prescott's contract it's a matter of when and by how much Aaron does that inspire like all the Cowboys fans as they're driving home tonight? Like, yes. Are they punching? Are they kind of pumping their fist? Yes. Yes. Going to extend him. I mean, he's already the one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Why not? Just give him a lifetime contract. Oh, wait. He doesn't have any. He barely has any playoff wins. No big deal. I mean, that's not honestly what they measure people around here anymore. Used to be. Used to be. 
compared to Danny White. I mean, think about that. Compared to Danny White's playoff wins. Look at Romo. Look at Dak. But people want to say, well, that's not uh, that's not fair. That's not fair to put them up again. Why not? Why not? Aikman, some of the greats. Uh, Dandy Don. Roger. I mean, why can we not compare some of these quarterbacks to the greats? Yet around here, it's just like, man, pay them about 45 mil a year and pay them for about 10 more years. And if we win a playoff game or two, great. That's about where this thing is. All right, got to go, got to go. Everybody have a great one, bit of fun show. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you to our listeners, our loyal listeners. Thank you to our unbelievable sponsors. It is the Mosley Show. We are saying good night. Talk to you tomorrow. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.